0: Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from kimandersonconsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Okay, so today I want to talk about writing for Joy versus writing for Google. And I think that um, when people first get started blogging, I think one of the first things they ask themselves is like, well, what am I going to write about? Or when they're thinking about getting started with blogging. And I think that even sometimes when you're in your own journey, there's times when you go through kind of like dry spells where you're trying to figure out what to write, but you're not sure what to write. Um, But ultimately, I want to kind of go through your process of helping you better understand like kind of the differences and sort of the evolution um, that blogging has taken, as well as sort of what we need to take on our own journeys to be able to go from having a more hobby mindset versus a more business mindset about our blogs. And so back in the day, 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 (laughs) like early in the days of blogging, I wasn't even like a super early blogger. I mean, there's people who were like the pioneers of blogging, who had to code their own websites and all that stuff. And I came around just when it was starting to get easy. Um, And so I can remember that a lot of the peers that I would speak to at blogging conferences and stuff, they were in the realm of really using their blogs to communicate a lot of personal messages. Um, Sometimes it was, you know, they would make a blog just to be able to keep up with family members. um, And, you know, and they would just get a lot of extra readers and stuff that would come through. But over time, you know, people have used websites and blogs for different purposes. But in the past, from my experience, a lot of the women that I met in the early days typically had more passion-focused pieces where they were writing about things they cared about or writing about things they were passionate about or just trying to communicate on issues that they felt were important or things to encourage other people or whatever it may be. And, you know, there may have been people who had, you know, recipe blogs or whatever, which is totally cool. But a lot of them have this piece that included heart. And I think that a lot of women in um, online business, especially in blogging, um, especially like in the communities that I run and stuff like that, there has to be some sort of heart or passion behind their blogs. Like most of the women that I know, and it might just be personality. It might be that we're creatives, that creatives generally like to write. It just, maybe it's just who blogs attract, but in general, like they really want to be able to put some heart um, into what they're writing, right? And that's all fun and dandy. Uh, and there's plenty of times when in my early days and even now, like there are times when I kind of what I call go rogue and I will write about something that I'm just interested in or something that I feel like, fills in the gap of something that I feel like should be on the internet and isn't, even if it doesn't necessarily align with the brand that I've established or like the topics I say that I'm writing about or the niche that I'm doing, whatever it may be. And so you also have that freedom and flexibility um, because, you own your blog, like you are the person who writes your blog, you are the owner of your business, and you get to make decisions about what you're going to do because you're the boss. And that's why a lot of us do this is because we want to be our own bosses. Um, but as you approach creating content for your blog, there's going to be times when you may want to write more passionate things versus times when you want to, you know, focus on, okay, I want to get traffic, I want to get ad revenue, I want to get affiliate sales, I want to grow my traffic so that I can grow my income, essentially, Right. And so there's been plenty of times, like I said, where I've just taken kind of a detour. And usually for me, it's less about passion necessarily. Like I don't, I don't want to go on some sort of passion rant in a post. It's usually more of like, why could I not find this information online? I need to write a post about this, right? So it's me filling in some gap of information I wish was out there after I've had the experience with that thing. So for example, um, my husband and I like to go to Oshkosh, Wisconsin um, to a thing called AirVenture where people fly in their experimental airplanes. My blog is not about experimental airplanes, but I wrote a whole post on basically like how to pack if you're going to camp at this event, because I could find nothing online about how to do this. And so once I went, I took pictures, I made a checklist, I did all these things because I wanted people to be able to be prepared for camping at this particular event. So I did that. It was totally rogue from what I normally do, but I didn't care because I just felt like it was going to be helpful for the Internet. On the flip side of that, over the years, I have really learned that I can't just throw out anything. And I think in the early days when I started, Pinterest was such a... It was such in its infancy, you know, that it didn't have all of the like monetization involved. It didn't have ads. It didn't have any of that. And so there was that surge of sort of like early content creation purity about the traffic coming through and them recommending you and all that stuff. And back in those days, you know, I could experiment with creating different things, you know, and throwing it up on Pinterest and seeing how it would do. But at the time, I didn't really have a strong knowledge of search engine optimization, and even like the thought and the words SEO, all that made me feel a bit overwhelming because to me that seemed like something that like web professionals did right back then. But as time went on, and I researched it more and I read more about it, like every time I was sort of consumed something new about it, it would start to click a little bit more and click a bit a little bit more um, to the point where I was like, okay, I get it now. Like I understand how this works. I understand what's up with SEO, what's up for search engines. And then it kind of helped me really change the way that I approach writing my content. So when I write content, my goal is always to like educate, entertain whatever, whatever your objective is, like you know, educate, entertain, inform, whatever it may be. And when I get into writing that content, there's two different ways I approach it. The first way from my business perspective is just doing the keyword research. The second way is to really write down what I want to write about, like just if I have an idea for a post that I've been wanting to put out there. And then I follow that up with keyword research. So there's two different ways to basically create a strategic piece of content. And it can start with the keyword research or it can start with your idea followed by keyword research. And this is something that I teach a lot in my 12-week content blitz bootcamp. And that's the process that we go through It's just letting people put all their creative ideas down and then walk through them through the phase of making sure that at the end of the day, people will be able to find their content because they wrote it in such a way to match those people's search and search intent. So um, it's perfectly fine for you to have moments where you you know break off and you write about what you want to write about but it's important if you're planning to create your business and you want to be able to diversify your traffic streams to make sure that you get beyond the easy traffic of social media and you start really focusing on your search engine optimization strategy and again it's really not as scary as it sounds and you know over the years I've been able to sort of like take all the knowledge that I have and basically like pull it all in so that it's very easy to understand for people who don't feel like they're exactly that tech savvy, right? Like, I think a lot of people when they get into search engine optimization are just like, I'm never going to understand this. Like, I didn't, you know, I just want to be able to write about what I want to write about. And I don't really, you know, I don't want to go through these extra steps. I just want to have my creativity. But there's a lot of things that may hold us back from being competent enough to tackle SEO. And you may think to yourself, well, I'm never going to beat any of these big sites. I'm never going to be able to rank on page one. And to be honest with you, it's not true. Uh, Being able to create strong, optimized content is... You know, it's a strategy that you can use, and there are strategies that you can use to get on page one. Now, does that mean that, you know, let's say that you are a craft blog, for example, and, you know, maybe you're wanting to get on the first page? I mean, Cricket Machine's really popular. So, like, maybe you want to do like a cricket review, and you're like, I want to get on page one for a cricket review. That competition is going to be really high for that keyword cricket review. Like that's going to be a high competition word. However, you know you can take it a few notches down. Do your keyword keyword research and look into what are called long tail keywords. And these are where you take that shorter keyword and you're just gonna you're gonna get a little bit more specific with it, right? And by doing that, that starts to help you, you know, narrow in on words that it may even be that can be more competitive for you if you do them correctly. And so. I want to encourage you guys, like as you're going through your journey to keep in mind that there's times when you certainly should write for joy. But there's also most of the time, if this is going to be a business that you need to be thinking about search engine optimization. And the reason that's important is because it doesn't put all of your traffic eggs in a social basket. Right. And not that we have any control over any of these platforms whatsoever. There's plenty of people who kind of like figure out their flow in one thing and then they change the algorithm and then they figure out their flow in another thing and they change the algorithm again. And so blogging in general, uh, when it comes to traffic generation is an ever-changing, ever-evolving thing. And you have to go into it knowing that. So I think a lot of people get frustrated and they may give up, but I want to encourage you guys to include this. Just like if you had a professional job and you had to do continuing education, there is continuing education for blogging. And it all comes down to how technology is changing, what platforms are, you know, growing, what platforms are, what ones that are going into, we're here to make money now versus like we're in our startup beta mode, let's get everybody on board. And so all of those things are part of us being ready to pivot throughout our journeys in this online business, because we have to, to be able to survive, we have to be able to pivot and we have to be able to explore new things. You know, if you're still writing about your kids on your blog and publishing those pictures, you've got a hobby blog. Like that's the old way of doing things it is not the current day way of doing things. And you can do that if you want to, because it's your platform. But when it comes to creating a solid business, there is a strategy behind this and I think that people have to, at some point, get off the Pinterest train, get off the Facebook traffic train, get off the, you know, what are other sources of traffic that you have? And lean into search engine optimization. And I believe that the earlier that you can learn it, the better. You know, when it comes to how I teach my students, I try to give new bloggers in my community the first 25 posts are freedom time, right? Because I really want people, unless they go into blogging, knowing exactly what they want to blog about, I want them to go in and have an opportunity to explore what they're interested in without all the pressure of trying to like pick their lane right off the top and like figure out their avatar right off the top. because it's a lot of pressure for people and blogging should be fun. You don't leave, you know, a job you hate or whatever to create a job you also hate. Like that's not the objective of blogging. Like you should, if you're a person who's passionate about blogging, blogging should be a joy. And there's going to be times when it's hard. And there's going to be times when you're like, I don't really want to do continuing education, but you need to, because it's important for your growth long-term. So, I want to encourage you guys as you're listening to this today to make sure that if you've got a lot of your current traffic eggs in social media, you know, if if a lot of your traffic in Google Analytics is coming from social media, um, if it's coming from Pinterest, like it's there, if you've got more than 25 posts, it's time for you to start learning about search engine optimization, start implementing it. And search engine optimization is kind of a, it's not a black and white thing, right? Like, just like anything else in blogging, any strategy that you use, you're not going to be able to go in there and be like, okay, here's the five things you do. And these five things are what make you rank in Google, right? But you can say, here are five things you can do that will increase the likelihood of you being able to rank in Google. And by implementing those things and putting them in your content and working through those things, you have a much better chance of starting to get more traffic from Google. And my whole thing is like, I spent so much time chasing Pinterest traffic until I figured out search engine optimization. And when I leaned into search engine optimization and I did the basic things that I needed to do, the tides changed. And I started watching my Google Analytics shift from Pinterest to Google search engines, things like that. And I think that I just want to encourage you guys today to think about this kind of stuff. Like If you've been sort of riding the, the train of, social media, traffic, it's really time for you to consider taking a pivot. There's tons and tons of, you know, resources out there that talk about search and optimization. But last year, uh, just before the pandemic, I started trying to think about, you know, how could I really help my community which typically, to be honest with you, my community is made up of women who might be stay-at-home moms. Um, They might be full-time career women who are doing their blog on the margins of their life. They might be uh, caring for an aging adult. Like All these people have things that are going on in their everyday life that are their priority. And so they want to build this business on the back end. They want to make this business a priority. Um, And so they're going through their own learning process of being able to do that in the margins of their life. And with that being said, I think that sometimes it can be hard for people in my community to just go searching all over the internet because there's a lot of different ways to do blogs. There's a lot of different ways to do online business. And you know, you've know you got some people who go into the idea of blogging for the purposes of farming blogs, essentially like farming websites, which is you pick a niche, You figure out the keyword strategy for that. You write a butt ton of content and then you publish it all. And, you know, you've got like affiliate revenue motivation and you go through that whole process of just trying to get that site to get as much traffic as humanly possible. And then you either just like profit from the affiliate revenue from that you know, that site that you've just stacked with all relevant content and you stop pretty much producing content on a regular basis. It's just a parked website that you grew very quickly. You know that's one strategy. But most of the people who do those, they are really they're just blog farming. Like there's no personality. They're not looking to add personality. They're not looking to really be like a brand, right? Their objective is to make as many of these niche sites as possible and to be able to create them as fast as possible, to let them sit, you know, to have them rank in Google and then to just profit off of them, which is perfectly fine. But I don't, you know, a lot of my community, they're really looking for creative outlets. They're looking to be a personality. They're looking to build a brand. And the thought of, not really having heart and soul in what you're doing and more just like this is this is just me building this thing, build this thing and build this thing and build this thing and build this thing right that doesn't necessarily appeal to them like that wouldn't fill them with joy and a lot of the people that I tend to talk to are people who you know really are in the mode of they want to really enjoy the process of creating this business. They want to be a part of that brand or that platform. And it's just different people, you know, different people have different approaches to how they build these websites and how they do it, which is perfectly fine. But I can tell you right now, from my perspective, running more than one blog at a time for most people is very difficult unless you have a lot of help. Like you have a team of people, you have ghostwriters or whatever. Otherwise, you're on your own and you want to be able to build this thing confidently. And you can do that without, you know, having to have super tech people help you with that. Like there's just there's just A handful of things that you can do repeatedly and work through and work on that will help increase your SEO traffic. So, when we talk about these different approaches, you know, we've got blog farming. And then you've got people who are building a brand. And in the next few uh, months and stuff, I'm going to be talking a lot about the different kinds of blogs that I like to teach people about how to build. uh, Because I think that there's three main ones um, based on the people that I work with and the people that I coach, which typically are women. And there's kind of three approaches to blogging that a lot of women entrepreneurs take. And so those are the three main things that I usually hit. But in today's episode, I just want to say that as you're building your brand, SEO is going to be really, really important for you to focus on as you build that and as you work on it. And the earlier that you can start to work on it, the more it's going to benefit you. And part of SEO right now has to do with like how old your blog is. And so, you know, longevity. So even if you just started recently, if you start working on this now, it means that later when your blog has even stronger... um, a stronger web presence, you're not going to have to go back and like redo all this stuff because you did it right from the first go around. So I want to tell you guys about my 12-week content Blitz Bootcamp. So I created this last year right before the pandemic as a way to try to help my community move away from depending on Pinterest traffic to be able to start generating Google traffic because Pinterest has changed so much, especially in the past year. And I could hear the pain basically in people's voices as they were just like, I just don't want to know what to do. I'm so burnt out on pinning, like all this stuff. And I totally get it. So I wanted to be able to make SEO actionable, which I think is what most people I think are just, they get kind of tired of just learning stuff but not exactly having the energy or focus to implement. And so that's why I took this 12-week approach. And I take you week by week through certain specific tasks. So you enter week one and you do this thing. You enter week two and you do this thing. And so it's an education plus implementation strategy so that by the time you finish a 12-week time period, you should have... 20 to 25 fully optimized SEO pieces of content on your blog. And going forward from there, you will now have focus and strategy for how to be strategic with each piece of content, whether that piece of content starts with you doing keyword research, or that piece of content starts with your original idea. So I want to encourage you guys to check out the 12-week Content Blitz boot camp. The link is in the show notes and I'm having a flash sale right now on that. You can find that information down in the description. And I would just love for you guys to join me because I think that a lot of what hinders people from diving into SEO is just, there's so much information out there. Sometimes the information that you read is almost like reading a foreign language. And you're like, I don't really get what they're saying. I don't really know what they're talking about. I just want to write contents. And so if you're a person who's very motivated to just write contents and learn about SEO, this class is for you. And I'm telling you, I've had so many people who just couldn't click with SEO, couldn't figure it out. And they took this class. When they got through to the end, they're like, I get this. And not only that, But within like six months to the past 12 months, because I've had this class live for a year now, I've been getting emails from people saying, implementing this stuff from your class, my traffic switched from Pinterest to Google. Like it's, I I never thought I could do it. I never thought that I could get away from having to depend on Pinterest for traffic. And so they'll send me these like screenshots where they're like Google traffic's increased by 500% or whatever. And really the only thing they did was through this process that I teach in the 12-week content Blitz Bootcamp. And again, this is really geared towards people who may just not be able to wrap their head around SEO. People who are a little scared to like go searching on the internet for tons of SEO information because they're just like, I don't even know if this is going to be for bloggers because you have to watch out for that. Sometimes stuff is, you know, geared towards people who are blog farming and that information can be a little bit different than the approach that you're taking based on the blog that you're building. So I'd love for you guys to come check this out. But today's episode is really just an encouragement for you to say, you have the freedom and flexibility to write whatever you want to write on your blog when you want to write it when you feel like writing it but on the business side of your blog be sure that after you get about 25 pieces of content you really start shifting into an SEO based strategy and remember that you can be one of those people who has the opportunity to you know be more passionate but it, you know if you if you have a desire to express more Um, that's not so much searchable or, you know, content people might be looking for through your website, that's a perfect opportunity for you to write that in your email newsletter. So for you guys who are just looking for an opportunity to share your passion or share your perspective or share your heart, whatever it may be, email newsletters to your email list is a great place to do that. And... You can weave that kind of stuff into your blog post if you want to but ultimately we want people to be able to find it and search engine optimization is that solution and it helps us create websites that are on the internet that really do help people with whatever they may be working through working on or trying to do so you know it could be that you have some sort of niche based site you can have a lifestyle website, whatever it may be, SEO can seriously benefit your traffic. And it should be something that in 2021, you begin to focus on. And a few weeks ago, I did an interview with Grayson Bell, where we talked about site speed and how that kind of plays into Google search results. So this is kind of just my second part to say theme, image size, all this stuff plays into SEO. But there's also a content-based strategy for SEO. So what I was talking to Grayson about is more of like your website strategy, right? So that your, so Google likes your website essentially and thinks, you know, this is a good site. This is a healthy site. This is a helpful site. And what I'm teaching is in content SEO so that when people are searching for solutions, or they're searching for ideas, or they're searching for answers, they find you. And that means you make more dollar, dollar, dollar pills and that's what we all want so hope you guys have a great week please check out the 12 week content blitz boot camp and whatever you do just keep vlogging